0: The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. Welcome, listeners. Today is Saturday, July fifteenth, twenty twenty three. Of Exotica Miami. I am your host, Fabi Chulo, here live at the Miami Airport Convention Center for the largest adult expo in the nation, where anyone and everyone can explore their wild side. It is Day 2, and through these podcast episodes, you are going to feel as if you are in the middle of this phenomenal convention. Stay tuned for interviews with some of your favorite porn stars, content creators, can models, and sex workers. You'll also hear interviews with some of the vendors as well. You're also going to get a front row seat at several of the seminars that are part of the Exotica seminar series. So, what are we waiting for? Our exclusive coverage of Exotica Miami, day two, starts at three, two, one.
1: Love you too, babe. Good Thanks. You guys, she's a genius. Learn something. <laughs> when you subscribe to her, her name is Hazel Grace, and she's also starting to have her own form crazy that I'm doing this seminar. Hi, let's start over. My name is Fairy, or Fairy Sex Mother. It's totally up to you what you want to call me. Just Fairy for short. And it's funny that I'm doing this seminar because I used to work at a sex store with that crazy girl that just walked out like an alien with the locks and stuff. We both worked at um, a adult novelty store. And yeah, that's how we kind of started both our sex education journey. She's a porn star, go figure. And I'm a sex educator, and we're best friends now. So yeah, give it up to being horny forever. Yes. <laughs> So today we're going to talk about sex toys and like the do's and don'ts to them. I'm going to like pass some of these around so that you can feel them and touch them and get an understanding of them. The ones that are not in a box, they're up for grabs, but you have to play a game in order to get the toy that's in a box. If you want to play the game, just come to my booth. I'm in the sex bird corner that's in the dungeon area. So you just come to my booth and then you can see how you can win in these games. The ones that are not, not games, any of these toys. The ones that are not in the box are mine. They're not personal, but they're, like, mine for situations like these. So the, the ones that out are not for grabs. So with all that being said, I did have a presentation for you, but my computer has to upgrade. So got a love technology. And so I'm going to be speaking to you from my notes, from my phone. But first, I'm not even going to lie to you. My lips are ashy. I ain't, that kind of, I ain't that kind of girl, you know. I like to. Uh huh. My skin looks nice and glossy. My lips can't be ashy. That's ghetto. Okay, cool. We in the game. So, the first thing I want to do is I want you guys to repeat after me. Everyone say lube is not a threat. Lube is not a threat. It's not. Like, it's not. It's okay if you use lube. It's okay if you want to use a silicone lube because it's super slippery. Water breaks because it gives you that quick little spit start. Anal lube. Hybrid lube. Lube is not a threat. It's not a bad thing. If you need some lube in your everyday sex life, that is okay. It doesn't mean that your vagina is dry. It doesn't mean that your anus cannot grip. It doesn't mean that your mouth is not mouthing boob is just not a threat, it's just that extra support that you may need to get yourself there or to that next level. The next thing I want you guys to pay after me is toys are your bridesmaid or groomsmen. Mm -hmm. Toys are your bridesmaid or groomsmen. Exactly. You want people at your wedding who support you, who love you, who appreciate you, who understand the things that you understand and see the values in the unionship or the partnership that you created. These amazing items are the people that appreciate you. They're not people, but you know, the items that appreciate you. The things that will come to your side whenever you need them. And the last thing I want you guys to repeat is clench to keep, relax to release. Clench to keep, relax to release. Exactly. Whenever you're using these toys, and we're going to talk about it in a second, when you're clenching, you're trying to keep that orgasm inside. You're trying to keep it inside of you because it feels good. You're like, I don't want this to go. But when you relax... able to release the orgasm release the ejaculation release the pressure that's building up inside of you and so with all that being said we're going to talk about like these toys and stuff like that and just the different uses of them so the first one i'm going to talk about is the obvious toy it was one of the first toys that was invented it was actually invented in the stone age believe it or not cave women used to carve out um stone To use them as dildos and then we use a specific stone just to make sure it was nice and smooth because you know different rocks have different ridges and stuff like that so the oldest toy known to man is actually a dildo and this dildo is a suction cup dildo but dildos come in two forms or three technically but one form is super cheap and i'm not even going to introduce it to you but it is called jelly jelly material is not a bad thing but it's cheap so you get cheap results you put cheap things inside of your body you get cheap results if you get your ph thrown off you pay five dollars for a toy what do you expect if you are sitting there trying to do different types of anal play and the toy just can't get inside of you it's because it's made of jelly and it's cheap so you get cheap results silicone or skin-like dildos are one of the better options because it feels like skin You're gonna pass it around and you guys could just Toss it to each other. Don't feel awkward touching the dick. It's just mine. <laughs> Still warm. You know, I keep that thing on me. There you go. Good catch. So, with the skin-like dildo, that's what that one is specifically. It's skin-like silicone. That is what feels like literal skin. Of course, you know it's a toy. You know that it's made of material, but it so closely resembles the skin. So, if you're the kind of person that needs that type of intimacy, you need that type of connection like you want to feel someone's skin against yours, the best type of dildo for you probably would be a suction cup skin dildo. <laughs> Can you catch it?
0: Catch the balls. One, two, ready, go. Three, go.
1: Woo, you just dropped my dick, bro. How you just drop my dick on the floor? Crazy. But anyways, so, skin like dildos, again, if you're the kind of person that believes in sensation and you love those kind of feelings, that's the kind of dildo that might be best for you. The next type of dildo is a glass dildo. This one has become very, very popular for several reasons. One, it's made of glass, but it's very, very hard to break. If you think about an iPhone, like my iPhone, you drop it one time, it's cracked. You think of a glass plate, you drop it one time, it's cracked. It takes a lot of power to break or crack a borcillic glass dildo. Most glass dildos are made of porcelic glass, so those are extremely hard to break. It's easy to clean. You can wash it in a dishwasher, if you're that kind of person. But if you want to be like the neat, tight, clean person who wants to see the physical results of you cleaning your toy, yeah. Toy cleaner. Exactly, toy cleaner or antibacterial soap. Some toy companies will try to man- try to manipulate you, saying like, oh, we have the best toy cleaner because it got ding, 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 ding. But all they're using is melted antibacterial soap. So. Be mindful of the kind of toy cleaner that you're buying. If it's not a company that you really trust, then stick to what you know, or antibacterial soap. But also going back to glass dildos, they're also one of the greatest toys to buy because if you're in a temperature play, glass dildos can get that job done for you. For example, if you get a glass dildo, I'm gonna get my dick right here, <laughs> and we're gonna rotate any glass. See through, ooh, you can see my eyes. So, with a glass dildo, you can put it in the freezer for 10 minutes. Now, don't instantly put it on any of your body parts because obviously that's super cold. If you're into that, then go you. But, whenever you're ready to use that cold temperature glass dildo, you put it in your hand and you wait till it gets the temperature that your hand can handle it. Once your hand can handle it, put it on the tip of your nose. The tip of your nose has the same sensation as your clitoris, the same sensation as the tip of your penis, and can mimic the sensation of your rectum. Wherever you plan on putting that glass dildo at, Tip of your nose is a great way to figure out what's the do's and what's the don'ts. If you're into hot or warm sensations, you take a boiling water, then put a teacup in the boiling water, put the glass dildo in the hot teacup. Sounds like a lot, a long process, but it warms up within like five to ten seconds. And then as it's warming up, what you're able to do from there is again put it in your hand to see how warm you like it. If it's too hot, put it back down. If it's warm enough, you can put it all across your body. And glass dildos can also be used as a massager. So you imagine you have a warm dildo just scraping all across your body. You're trying to like get in the mood. Imagine you're taking like a nice warm shower. Ooh, a warm bath with bubbles and your incense. And then you have a cold dildo just rubbing across your areola, playing with your clitoris so grounded, playing with your rectum bending over, like you're just enjoying yourself with a glass dildo. And then imagine doing it with a partner. It can get real sticky in there. So, dildos. There's two ways you can buy them because again, jelly material is cheap. You put cheap things in your body, expect cheap results. So, if anything, if you want a more skin-like, a more intimate sensation with a dildo, silicone skin-like dildos. Suction cup. It's not gonna stick to carpet, but you don't <laughs> let it stick to any surface. You can have your phone with it. But if you want to do more temperature play, you want more massages, you want a more relaxed, lustful feeling, then definitely get a glass dildo so that way you can play with those things. So the next toys that we're going to talk about are vibrators. Vibrators, hands down, are one of the most popular toys. I put one box on this side, and then one box on this side. There are two different types of vibrators, but there's honestly four. But we're going to talk about like the two in here, and if you want some more details, you know you can always ask me. But, Vibrators have become popular, like I stated before. They were founded in 1735. Originally, vibrators were for penis owners to check their prostate, to relax their muscles, like after they get a massage, after they work out. Athletes. But then a doctor decided to, a sexologist, excuse me, decided to put a vibrator or the massager on a woman's clitoris to see the reaction. Studies started to show that 80% of women were able to Reach orgasm, be able to climax, be able to ejaculate because women can't ejaculate, or vulva owners can't ejaculate after putting a massager on the clitoris. So, since then, people have come up with all crazy ideas how to make a vibrator for every vulva owner that matters and that fits. And that's why one of the boxes is like back there, it's four different types in one box because there's so many different ways to stimulate the clitoris or a vulva owner with a vibrator. So, once you get the boxes and you see them, those are the two types, and there's multiple. You have a sucking slash pulsating vibrator. Most of the time, people are going to say it's not sucking, it's pulsating. But when you put it on your body, it feels like someone's sucking on your clit really, really hard. It's sucking on a certain area really, really hard. How many of you guys have seen the rose or the rose toe? Raise your hand if you see it. Exactly. It says when you're buying it, pulsating, strong suction, da 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 it is sucking on you. That is the type of vibrator where you're the kind of person where you like suckage. You like when someone's lips are pierced and they're just sucking on a certain area of your body. That is the best type of vibrator for you. If you're the kind of person that doesn't like suckage on your clitoris, but you want a rose toy because you want to follow the trends with the aesthetics, or you just want to see what it's like for you and it doesn't work out for your clitoris, you can put the rose toy on your nipples. You can put the rose toy on your foot. You could put it in any of your other erogenous zones, and it's going to mimic the idea. Thanks. It's going to mimic the idea of someone, or whatever, sucking on certain parts of your body. So imagine you're laying down in the bed, poof, and you're getting penetrated with your dildo, bing, bada, boom, boom, boom. But you also like nipple play at the same time. Instead of you having to take your own hand and twist your nipple and lick your finger and make sure it's pierced all the way and blah, 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 you can take your rose toy and just put it on your nipple at the same time. Now you're engaging with yourself on your own time and if your partner wants to watch, your partner wants to be the one doing penetration for you or anything like that, you're able to use a toy in more places rather than just your reproductive organs. The second type of vibrator is the ones that's in this box are just regular vibrators, but these can also be penetrative vibrators. So meaning this vibrator This vibrator you can use it across your clitoris, across your vulva. You can also use it across someone's spine if they want that kind of sensation. You can use it across their arms, you can put it around their ear, if they want that type of lust, that type of engagement going on with themselves. These vibrators are the most common and they're the most popular. So I'm going to (coughs) like talk about this one a little bit more. You should always get a rechargeable vibrator. I know that sometimes when you go look at some of them, they have batteries inside of them, and the battery wands definitely come at a very reasonable price. However, again, cheap stuff comes with cheap results. Why would you want to put a battery inside of your vagina? Why would you want to put a battery inside of your mouth, inside of your anus, inside of any part of your body? Why do you want a battery against your skin? If it's not for health benefits, this can be a health benefit for you, but should it really be inside of you? No, so if you get a rechargeable toy, they will be able to be inside of you, around you, and be able to handle all things that you want to do, and you don't have to worry about the battery effects of it. For example, a battery effect. You cannot masturbate with a vibrator like this. No, you cannot masturbate with a battery-operated vibrator in the bathtub. Imagine if you are a squirter, if you are a creamer, if you're the kind of person that likes to have liquid, just go some of everywhere. If you have a battery operated toy, that means you have to open it. That means your juices or the juices of something else is going to get inside of the toy. Exactly, I see your face, ew, disgusting. So if you get a rechargeable toy, it's smooth, it's silky, not silky itself, but it's smooth, you don't see any cuts, you don't see any lines. It's just one solid toy. So when you clean it, you're cleaning the whole toy. You don't have to worry about cleaning the insides and the out. And most rechargeable toys come with a warranty. Best thing ever. Sounds crazy, but register your warranty. You never know what can happen. My favorite company to get a warranty from is Adam and Eve and E. Loved. It's so weird how to say this company name. But their name is like Loved, but backwards. They are the best place to get get a warranty. Adam and Eve has a one to two year warranty depending on your toy depending on how much money you spend. Love has a 60-day warranty. Your toy shouldn't break in 60 days, but let's be honest, there's some times where things are gonna malfunction, they're gonna break down, they're gonna mess up. So, if you have that warranty, you get you a brand new spanking toy, and sometimes when you get those extra toys, they send you extra stuff. We like free things. So, be sure to look into making sure you get a rechargeable toy for any of the toy collections that you wanna add on to yourself add on to your box and your trinkets and things. Who? You guys have any questions, comments, or concerns? OK, cool. So the next one we're going to talk about is anal products. Uh, where's the pink toy right there? Cool. We got one on this side and then one on this side. Anal products, oh, uh, thanks so much. The reason why I say products is because there's more than one. If you want to get into anal activity or anal play, there's steps and there's layers to it, and a lot of people don't really talk about it sometimes because we kind of assume that you should know exactly what you want, how you want it for anal play. So here are the steps towards anal play toys. There is an anal bead. I think you have it. Can you hold it up for everyone real quick? Yes, that is an anal bead. It is beaded. That's why I hence the name, an anal bead. Thank you. And then there is an anal plug. Who has the anal plug? Ooh, there you go, everybody's going to do it at some point. Yeah, the anal plug, Yes, There's an anal plug, and then you have an anal toy. An anal toy can be a dildo, a glass dildo, or a literal anal toy. If you ever go to a sex store, if you go to a sex store downstairs here at Exotica, there is a toy that literally says anal toy. When you're going through the anal steps, it's best to start with a bead, because once you all see it, the beads grow in sizes. So you have a really, really small bead that's like, You know, like a, ooh, hello, good morning. And then the rest of the beads start to grow. By the time you get to the biggest bead in that packet, you are now at a small or medium anal plug. The anal plug that you guys are gonna see that's being passed around is considered a medium. The small dash M that we see on clothes and stuff is one of those type of toys. Once you get to an anal bead, excuse me, once you get to an anal plug where it's more stationary, that is when you start to play with like the (laughs) game. That is when you start to with the gaping of it. You want to go from a small anal plug to a medium size once you get comfortable. Once you get comfortable with the medium, you want to go to a large. By the time you get to a large, you'll be able to properly, happily play with an anal toy. A large anal plug could be the size of your smallest dildo. It could be the size of someone's penis. It could be the size of whatever you're trying to fit in your rectum, whatever you're trying to put in your butthole. The large anal plug will be able to gape you. That sounds really crazy to say like you're gonna get gape. But it should be able to open you enough to where you'll be able to handle whatever type of anal play you want to get into. Be mindful with all anal products. You have to use Anal Lube. It doesn't matter how wet your mouth is. It doesn't matter how wet you think your pussy is, like your butt pussy. It doesn't matter how beautiful and wide you're able to spread yourself, how much you're able to relax. Lube, again, is not a threat. It is just helping you be able to achieve whatever goal that you're trying to achieve. So please use anal lube whenever you're getting into anal play. That is what's best for you. That's what's best for the person if you're involved with somebody else. And it's just best for your safety overall. So cool. You might have any questions about anal play. Any anal plugs or anything like that? Okay. Cool. So we're going to the next one. The next one is BDSM equipment. There is a difference between BDSM equipment and bedroom equipment. I only have a few items up here because the other ones were sold, but there's like, poof. We got three of them. We're gonna pass these around. You can get this one, and then you can get this one, and then you get this one.
0: It's bitch, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so like a bitch, on me. you?
1: It's a bitch, man. So I'm a bitch. I'm gonna hand it to you. Oh yeah, <laughs> <clears throat> not like that, not literally. Like BDSM equipment is a range of things. BDSM stands for bondage. Did I give you the other one? Oh, I forgot I have this one. Can you catch? Can you catch? Sure. Cool. I can't throw. I didn't I say you mean. can't throw. I, I wasn't meant to be a football player. Sorry. I'm sorry about that. But BDSM stands for bondage, dominance, discipline, submission, sadist, and masochism. Basically, all those terminology means just different plays of a power exchange, a consented power exchange. Emphasis on the consent. If you didn't consent, it ain't where it is not BDSM. So, with BDSM play, as you guys can see, there's different things. There are different items that can help you get into whatever position you're trying to get into. There's different items to give you the pleasure that you're looking for, the painful pleasure that you're trying to achieve. And there's different items that can tap into your sensations or your senses. So, one of them, right here got it that's called a flogger most floggers that if you want to invest in one A, get one that is leather leather one once it whips you once it plays with you it's a very light feathering feeling but it can also sting the way that you want it to it depends on the person's swing so if you're swinging good enough you're swinging hard enough then you can feel the pain of it but if you're swinging light you're just swinging very delicately you can feel the swipes across it, you can feel the fanning on it. And also some floggers come with sticks on them, some come with different needles. So if you're into like different kinds of hard, kinky play, the flogger be kind of the flogger can be for you. Um, friend right here, she got the paddle, she trying to tell friend to hold it. <laughs> can you hold it up real quick? That paddle, even though it says bitch on it, a lot of paddles come with different things on it. I have a paddle that has a che- that's like a cheese board. Everything about cheese. That's my SpongeBob. What's a rat? Tom and Jerry. The cheese that they eat. It looks like We're cheese, cheese. boards. There we go. I, it was coming to you guys. So think of Swiss cheese. out of a paddle like that. You can have a paddle that has words on it if you're the kind of person where you like to be called a certain name in the bedroom. You can get the paddle with the name on it, or you can just get a straight up paddle. That is just typical discipline play. Don't think of it as like, you know, you got in trouble with your mom or your teacher and they got a ruler and they pat you on the hand. It's more of like, hey, I asked you to do this for me, or I want you to come here, or I want you to understand something. Do you consent to this? Yes, I do. exactly, you tap that ass with it. (laughs) (laughs) So another one that we have in here, who has the box? It's two boxes where the lady got her legs up and she spread out wide. There we go. That is now considered bedroom equipment. When some people call it BDSM, it can be in a sense because you still are having that power exchange. You're still allowing someone to restrain you, hold you back while you're either taking, receiving, giving something, but you still aren't able to use the body the way you want to. That is called bedroom equipment because most of the time you should use it in the bedroom on a bed that is sturdy, that is comfortable, that's engaging, that allows you to be as safe and as free as possible. So be mindful of the different bedroom engagement toys that you give, but also another bedroom toy is an arch pillow. If you ever been to a sex store and you see like a pillow that's slanted, like has a perfect 90, not 90 degree angle.
0: 45.
1: You're so smart. Me? I felt math. Yes, a nice 45 degree angle, that is called an arch pillow or they'll just call it a comfy pillow. That pillow is not just meant for that arch when you like bend over and you try to get them back shots. You can use the pillow to lean back on it while you're getting your dick sucked. I like to speak very bluntly, so I'm not going to say fellatio or cunnilingus or analing. No, that's too cute. I'm going to tell you bluntly, if you want to get your dick sucked at a different angle, get you an arch pillow. If you want to get that pum-pum eight at a different angle and pull those legs back and have it touch the floor while you're just leaning back, get an arch pillow. If you have back problems, get an arch pillow. It helps you more than just in the bedroom. It can help you in your everyday life. Another bedroom item is silk sheets. You ever go to a sex store, especially the one downstairs, you might just see a box that has a blank cover just inside of it, and it's sealed. That is because if you're the kind of poor person that likes to engage in water aerobics in the bedroom, whatever that may be, this helps not get your sheets that dirty. How many of you guys ever felt like after you had sex, you know you got to get them and wash the sheets because you just did nasty. You didn't have anal play, you didn't ejaculate it everywhere, you squirt it, you've creamed, you spit, you... Slap each other in the faces, now the bed is just dirty. It's just messed up, and in a good way, but now it's just all over the place. You have to go wash your sheets, you gotta wait for that process to be done. Put new sheets down, da-da-da-da-da-da. You get the silk sheets, you can easily just put it down, have all the bedroom fun that you wanna have, and you just gotta wash with one sheet and instantly get in the bed after you pee and shower. Please pee and shower after you have sex or any sexual activity. But those are called bedroom activity toys. And also it can fall under the BDSM category because BDSM has so many (coughs) different subcategories. It's just all over the place. And then the last thing while I talk to you guys, I'm going to talk to you guys about, pass this to you. You're my best friend today. (laughs) That I'm passing around is lube. It has different types of lube inside of it. While I talk to you about lube, I'm going to also talk to you guys about sensory toys. A sensory toy is just tapping to your, Five senses, your sound, your smell, excuse me, your taste, your hearing, whichever one I did, your feeling. One sensory toy is a feather. If you're the kind of person, because toys are not just meant for masturbating, they're meant to be in the use in the bedroom, masturbating, self-love, self-gratification, all that kind of thing. If you're the kind of person where you want to be felt on, but you don't own a dildo, Or a dildo is just not it for you. A silicone dildo isn't it. Your glass dildo mm, it's too much of a hard feeling, but you want a soft, delicate touch. You want to be able to just feel caressed but in the most pleasantly way. A feather that you would see in most sex stores have a really nice, delicate touch to it, and it can be used in such a small way, but can make a hell of an effect. Imagine your, let's see, sex position. Back shots, poof, you bent over. And you're getting your back shots and all the things that are happening to you that are happening to you. And then they take the feather out and they put the feather down your spine. Now as you're going down your spine, you just feel this light, delicate touch. It feels like there's like cute little kisses coming across your back. Or you just feel like there is a shivery spirit that's just coming across you and the energy just starts to increase. Now you're nutting all over the place and it just feels great and they're just looking at you like, wow, all because of a feather. For your smell, a candle, a wax candle, a soy wax candle, any candle that's used for either pleasure, oh, a candle that's used for pleasure or for wax play. Be careful with wax play. I am not very knowledgeable about it, but if you are interested in wax play, I know someone that I can instantly tell you like their Instagram, and you can look at them. They will give you all the answers when it comes to that. But the only thing I can tell you is don't buy wax just because, or a candle, just because someone says, oh yeah, you can use it for wax play. Then you can burn yourself, and then you're gonna be like, fairy, you fucked up because you told me this, and I'll be like, no the fuck I didn't. So, (laughs) if you want to get into wax play, let me know and I will shoot you someone's Instagram and they will tell you a good candle to buy or a good company to buy from if they don't sell them on their own. So I'm just putting that out there. Also, candles are great for smell. If you're the kind of person where all these things, all these toys, that don't excite you. It's not your vibe, it's not your energy that you're trying to get into, light a candle. Lighting a candle in your bedroom, lighting a candle in your erotic area can do a hell of a world of a job for you. A lavender candle. Lavender is good for relaxation. A lemongrass candle. Lemongrass candles open up your pores and helps with your smell, helps helps with your other senses. You can light a eucalyptus candle. If you're feeling sick, a mint. It's different scents out there that can help you build your erotic nature and build your erotic self. So, you can tap into that. And then the lubes, where's the lube at? Yeah, you're the nasty one. <laughs> so the lube right there, there's different types of lubes. There's a water-based lube. Water-based <coughs> lube, the easiest way to remember it, spit start. You ever had, if you are a penis owner, before you put your penis inside of something, you just <gasps> on it, water-based lube gives you that kind of sensation. It's not a literal spit, but it gives you that little, OK, it's wetter, I can do my thing in it now. Water-based lube is for that and it's also easy to wash off. You take a shower instantly. By the time you've done like five, four strokes, you're done with it. Water-based lube is best used for all toys because you should not use silicone lube on silicone products. It can melt, worse than not a word, but you know, it's just to that extreme. It can mess up the material of the toy. So be sure to know the difference. Water-based lube is for every toy, a little spit start. There's a hybrid lube. Hybrid can be water and oil, or water and silicone. Whatever is great for you is what's great for you. Hybrids do not go for most toys, but it gives you that spit start. But like, it's gonna sound gross when I say this, so excuse this, but it's like instead of spit, it's more like mucus. It's a little bit thicker, a little bit slimier, and it lasts a little bit longer, but it gives you a better consistency. But that's basically used for penetration or glass toy purposes only. Do not use a hybrid lube with a silicone toy, a rechargeable toy, a plush toy, because the majority of those toys can melt from the, sil- from the hybrid material. And then there's silicone lube. Again, don't use silicone lube on silicone toys. Silicone is that long-lasting petroleum jelly lube. It's going to last for a very, very long time, and it's kind of difficult to wash off. But silicone lube is best used for if you're trying to have water activity sticks in a shower, in a jacuzzi, in a pool, silicone lube. You're trying to engage in very, very long anal play, anal silicone lube. You're trying to have sex and you want to have, like, three, four rounds, silicone lube. You can apply it one time and it lasts long enough for you to engage in as much erotic play as you like. But if you want to use a toy with silicone lube, make sure it's a glass toy. And then the last type of lubes are just sensation lubes. Warming, cooling. One is hot, one is cold. Be mindful of which one you use and how much of it you use, because it can give you that fire or it can give you that ice. And so I want you guys to all, that was the last thing for it. I want you guys to all say these three things with me, and then we'll be done with the seminar for the day. So again, everyone say lube is not a threat. It is not. not. Lube is your friend, it is your bestie. So don't be afraid to pull that lube out, especially if you want to use a cute little toy, you want to get the job done. Pull that lube out, it's okay. Toys are your bridesmaids or groomsmen.
0: Toys are your bridesmaids.
1: I promise you, this thing be on the left side and my vibrator is on the right. We work together while he is piping me down, Like right? We're all in this together, literally. We're gonna make that thing poppin', so don't ever be afraid. Oh, shit. Don't ever be afraid to call on your bridesmaid or your groomsmen for some help. It can achieve maximum pleasure. And don't ever feel offended if your partner wants to call on their bridesmaid or their groomsmen for help. They help you at your wedding. So why not help them in (laughs) the bedroom? And the last thing I want you guys to say is clench to keep, relax to release. Crunchy, relax, the more you clench, you got that vibrate on the clit, you have the dildo in your rectum, you have a cock ring around your penis. The more you clench it, the more you keep it inside. The more you relax, you'll be able to ejaculate, nut orgasm, whatever you are looking for to let out, it will come out as peacefully as briskly as you like. And again, my name is Fairy. I hope you guys enjoyed my seminar toys interest you, you can just come to the sex perk corner. It's basically inside of the um, the dungeon area, the overall dungeon area. And if you're interested in any of these toys, let me know. There's a way that you can win it for a very, very low price. All I have to do is play a game. It's a sex education game. So if you think you're good at sex trivia, come holler at me. And that was all.
0: Thanks for tuning in. If you want more information on this podcast or any of our other adult industry-oriented podcasts, please visit papichuloradio.com slash afterdark. You can also find Radio on Facebook. Twitter, Instagram, and threads. You can also find me on Twitter, Instagram, and threads. It's at PapiChulo1on1. It's simply at PapiChulo, the number one, the word on, and the number one. And listeners, I want to thank you for tuning in. This is PapiChulo coming to you live from Exotica, Miami, 2023. Until next time.